We are joined here by Mothman this week. This is just a fun... (laughs) Rod, okay, wait. I'm just going to do the thingy. Welcome to Murder Moose Podcast, episode 160, part of the Slashing Cast Podcast Network. It's in the game. Mm, mm, It's in mm, the game. mm, It's in my ass. I mean, as long as it's there with consent, Ken. Oh, was that sound effect? Going into your ass? Was that? Ooh, oh. ooh, ooh, ooh <laughs> Daddy Josh, ooh, ooh. Dude, this onesie ooh. is so warm, and it's like the softest onesie, and it's not like sweaty warm. I don't know who got me this because they bought it under anonymous. So thank you, whoever got me this off my throne list. You're the. Tits. I gotta start. I gotta start looking into warmer stuff because it's snowing in Calgary right now. Fucking cold. And I had to do like a thing for work like outside today. And I was like holding on to the fact that it should still be fall and not winter. So I didn't wear enough fucking clothes. And I was so cold. It was so dumb and so Canadian. Can I just tell you, you looked slick and sharp AF this weekend, though. Thank you. In the mountains. You were a sexy man, Josh. Yeah. We were were at a five-star hotel in Lake Louise. The, the Chateau Fermont or whatever. I don't know. Um, so Deanna was like, no, I'm bringing all, I'm bringing my princess clothes. You're bringing your prince clothes. Let's go. And uh, yeah, we looked good. We got complimented a lot. So I was like, oh, I guess we do look good. Well, you're both very Josh. attractive people in general anyway. So and Josh got his, his dick on. He slang that dick. He slang it. I got to send you a picture like, of what we were looking at from our room. So, yes, yeah. my dick was getting mountains. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> it was after being in Vegas all weekend and watching the giant scary dome thing that scares the shit out of you while you're sitting there. It's just sitting there and there's a giant fucking emoji face making weird things at you across the city of Vegas. It's very odd. I've been there very. so many times. I fucking love that place. It's just good times. It is a wild, wild place. Where else can you get like, like two foot tall drinks, and then like get hit on by random people who want to get take your picture, and then like eat a twenty five dollar cheeseburger, and then ride a roller coaster out of a casino? You could do lots of things in Vegas that are very, very odd. <laughs> the roller coaster thing is what makes it, dude. That's twenty five dollars for a fucking roller coaster ride. I'm like. I'm I'm living the experience, but but like, what the fuck is going on, man? What the fuck is going on? Oh, what the fuck is going on? I don't know if I'm eating my own on. hair at this point. What the fuck is going on? What the That's fuck is going on? Ooh woo. So how the fuck are you, beautiful people? I missed my first episode of Murder Moose. That I oh, missed. it was fucking weird. But it was awesome. No, it wasn't. It was great. Ken and I had. Just kidding. We missed you. Yeah, but it It was was a very non ADHD episode, but still ADHD episode. It was very weird. (laughs) I mean, well, because it's just two of us, so there was like a coherency to the conversation that I think kind of like when there's three people with ADHD and Rod starts going off, and then you and I do our like zone out ADHD thing and then he finishes his own conversation with himself or something because we're not even here then it's you know I think that's our normal dynamic whereas if it's yeah when it was just Rod and I I feel like there was that <laughs> that as well there was more coherence in the conversation but it's I love what we have ta- now it's fucking fantastic three times three is nine three uh, cubed is 27 so, it, so I mean, we're going. There's a lot more ADHD when you have three of us. Yep. It was fantastic. <laughs> and now Mothman is doing the best of dances. Yeah, I was going to listen to the episode, but I didn't get to watch the movie yet. So I was like. Oh, we've made fun of you a lot. 
but you know uh-huh, what I mean? Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's <laughs> my everyday normal life, my friend. <laughs> I stream and make content. People make fun of me constantly. <laughs> it is how I live my life. How I live my life. Yeah. Well, you're good uh, at it. How you guys been? How is everything? You're, Josh is going on adventures. Ken is turning into Mothman. Ken's losing her mind. I mean, more as so usual. than usual. <sighs> oh, more than usual? Yeah. Ken, don't but keep that. Can't keep that mind. Don't lose it. You, you might use it for. I live in my parents' yeah. basement, and I own no property of any kind other than a cell phone and a computer. I don't need my mind anymore. It's done. Gone. Well, I want you to have it. <laughs> Just uh, kidding. Cause you, I'm doing good. 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 Kenny, Kenny, poo poo. Kenny just streamed for 12 hours today, so she I may did. be loopy. A little bit. No. Yo, poopy. you have to watch Follow the House of Usher. I need to. I have like I haven't had any time, but I it's on my to do list. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh. You will watch it, and you will enjoy it, and then we will watch it a second time, and then I will fangirl over Mike Flanagan's work even more, and then you will watch it again. Because that's what we do here. Ken, Ken, this is a condition we're making. I'll watch ho- Follow the House of Usher. Fuck you. After you, after, <laughs> after you watch Psycho Gorman. Oh! <laughs> I don't know. It looks all right, but it Holy also looks like... Holy shit, that's beautiful. Sorry, side. That was, that was literally... That was from the, <laughs> from the window of the hotel. And that was... Oh, every I, time I, I walked in... Or sat down or did anything. I was just like, what the fuck? How? What the fuck? How am I? So wow. pretty. And that water was way more aqua than that. That It was like muted first thing in the morning there. Oh. 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 Yeah, it's gorgeous, dude. I was I making mean, that I sound. Hope you had, I hope you had some amazing sex because holy oh, shit. I'm getting, I'm getting hard from looking at that picture. Of course. Come on. That picture makes me horny, Josh. I mean, let's go. <laughs> I was there was a lot of mountain, mount mounting and mountains. It's the best yeah. place to mount mountains. Yeah. It was good. It was Lord uh, of the Rings themed, good. so there was a shit ton of uh, Gandalfs walking. And... A, a lot of walking. <laughs> when there was a ton of walking, I, I did a bunch <laughs> of walking around this lake too, but. The, the yeah. conference thing that I was at was legitimately Lord of the Rings themed because it was a recycling conference. So there's like a whole bunch of people dressed up as like hobbits and Gandalf and okay. shit. Ex- explain the correlation of Lord of the Rings to recycling. They just, uh, I think it's just this conference because last year it was Wizard of Oz themed and they like do it in different places. So it's just so it's not a typical conference because it's three days long. It's like a party with a live band and like catered the whole time. They, and yeah, it's like did the Wizard of Oz one have a, a lot of little people on drugs because that seems like a Wizard of Oz kind of thing. <laughs> well, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't like there, the, man. I, I went this year. You got to think the, the 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 hobbits like their environments all clean and pretty and pristine and like it makes sense, right? I mean, Wizard of Oz even makes sense for it. Like it's recycling and whatnot, like keeping the environment nice and cleanly. And I wonder what next year is going to be. The Puppet Man. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, probably I don't not. think so either. Maybe Avatar. It'll be Avatar. Oh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. No, no, the, the blue other people one. that fuck with their tails. Well, then no, I'm not interested. That sounds more like the. Uh, environment and shit because it, it avatar is like like last of mohicans and pot like or last samurai or whatever the fucking pocahontas and shit it's that man is bad which is completely acceptable because it's the truth so and here we are i didn't ever i don't know i haven't really worn uh suits a lot and i was wearing a lot of suits and i kind of like it it's not bad. it's i like wearing suits the problem i have with it i don't you think i actually own a full suit right now is that they're hot as shit man yeah they're like not in the mountains (laughs) i think like even when i've had to wear like women's suits they're hot like they're just 
hot. Like they trap heat in the worst places, in the worst ways. Like in the I'd rather crotch. wear a dress. Like if I'm well, you're a pretty have lady, to do you it, can a- you can accomplish like, that, Ken. Well, but like men's suits, like they line them with silky stuff, which is fine yeah. or whatever. But it traps heat in a weird way. Like, cause it, like as a girl, you know, fun. sometimes a guy will give you their suit jacket and that's really nice. But like, I can't imagine suffering wearing that <laughs> thing all day. Like they feel like they would be miserable. Probably. I yep. I, yep. I don't know. Uh. I, I've had other jackets like that. And when I got back, because I had the new suits and stuff, I got rid of a whole bunch of clothes. And one of those jackets was in the donation thing that I did and actually my old jacket from my my old wedding I threw it out and a bunch of other stuff in my closet and it felt fantastic I would have lit that shit on fire I found Fucking, some other shit I, from I, I that lit it. from that shitty day too so yeah it's all in the lit garbage. it on fire and then like set someone's face above it and let it melt no you know what <laughs> I'll I'll I'd rather uh this one time, I my sister is like a a medium or and Reiki master and that type of stuff. She said, uh, like if you write a note of what you feel you're holding on to, and then put it in a fire, it like you know that's the a better way to do it. Burning like other objects and stuff, I feel like that's I don't know. I guess it's letting go, but I feel like it's ultra negative as well, and I don't want to yeah. be negative. I'd rather just like. You know, get rid of it and move on. I think. I I mean, I think it's just the 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 theatry of like the theatrical nature of it. Like you're throwing it out, and you're just like that's like, okay, that's like a local theater. And then when you're burning it, you're like Hollywood production. You're just ramping <laughs> up. You're like instead of just like getting it out of your life, you're going, oh, I'm gonna get it out of my life, and then getting it out of everyone else's life at that point too. You're just like. So, well, that, I don't know. It's probably just, it's probably better, like you're saying, just getting rid of it. But fire I makes had that, everything more interesting. I had that, like, suggested to me, oh, you should burn it uh, before as well. And I'm like, I felt the same way. I'm just like, no. It feels just, like, very negative. But yeah. I guess it's a sure it's a fire way to get all. rid of something. Giggity. <laughs> you sure fire. Fire. ha Ah, <laughs> uh, shit, man! You guys watched anything else before we dive into the Puppet Man? Disaster. Um, oh, you? No. no, I want you to talk about the the series because I know you've been fucking binging. The Follow the House of Usher, or yeah, 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 yeah. Critical Role, yeah, yeah. or <laughs> which one? Mainly, mainly. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Critical Role. I just came across probably one of my new favorite characters in the show. Even though she's an NPC and she won't be around very long, she's adorable and I love her so much already. Um, and uh, so I've been watching that. I'm on uh, episode like 21 or 22 out of like 500. <laughs> so I have committed each episode is like four hours long. What the hell? kill me but actually i'm really enjoying it because i you, i listen to it like a podcast so yeah um which we will get into with this movie thank you so Woo! much guys you guys are the best holy fuck um and then uh yeah follow the house of usher finally finished that it was so good i cannot wait to um rewatch it and oh i think maybe at some point it might be cool to do like I don't know. Like maybe we do like a side spin-off of just like anthology shows like that where we cover like one of Flanagan's and then maybe like an American horror story and then like maybe I something mean, else sometime. As like a we side talked thing. about we talked side about quest. the vampire one on the show. Side uh, or at least Jerry and I side did. I don't stories. know if Josh that might have been when Josh was like uh, disappeared. But yeah, I talked about the the vampire. That was one when I show. was getting divorced. Yeah. Midnight Mass. Yes, Midnight Mass, and I had a good time talking about that because that show, man, I I, I still think that might be my favorite thing he's done. I haven't watched this one yet. Um, been kind of 
AFK for a little bit, but yeah, it's uh, I'm, I'm excited to dive into it. Here this one does so a great Colorado. social commentary. This one does a really great social commentary, um, and it does a really great job of showing how quickly like family dynamics can shift, and it's just it's done really well. Isn't this his last this, uh, thing for Netflix? Netflix though? thing, yeah. Yes, he goes but it says uh, to Prime. Oh, but um, it said season one. Does that mean? Well, his are just like one. All of his anyways. stuff say season. Yeah, all of his things will say season one. Um, the the other thing too is a lot of people are like, I'm not going to watch it because it's on Netflix and we're boycotting Netflix. And I'm like, okay, well then watch then it. Watch else. it on Plex. Um, yeah, watch it somewhere <laughs> else. Or also keep in mind that like he's not going to stay with them. So like, if you don't really want to watch it, then whatever. But like you are missing out on really good content. And they're like, well, and then somebody had mentioned in chat today, they were like, well, we don't want to watch it because we don't want to get hooked to it and then them cancel it. And I'm like, it's a one-off. Yeah. There's not a season two of the fall of the house of Usher. Just like there's not a season two of the haunting of Hill house. There's not a season two of the haunting of Bly Manor. Like, yeah, yeah. exactly. I don't need a season two of the fall uh of the house of Usher. I don't need a season two of the haunting of Hill house. Like I don't need it. He knows his arc is one season long. So he, he does a good job of that, which I, I, even, I, wish people would do that more often yeah mm-hmm. even midnight club was like they were like oh you they left in a place he could do more but you didn't need to the show was self-contained and like and had the like that was an anthology show that had the you know the main story running through it too but like yeah it was yeah. supposed to be a second season for it and they canceled it because as soon as he just, signed yeah that uh the Amazon well and deal, people like, weren't yes. as thrilled with it which made me sad because like i liked it it definitely wasn't my favorite flanagan but i think it was because he was trying to reach into a different demographic and it just wasn't quite hitting the mark that um, man that show the you, all the cancer kid stuff is just kind of depressing too but like but <laughs> i will say ruth cod killed it in midnight club i wasn't a huge fan of her in follow the house of usher but i think it's just because she played her character so well yeah she is a great actress and i think that's why i just don't like her that much in follow the house of usher because she played her character so well it's the same thing with i really really hate marisha's character in critical role right now in mighty nine and the whole time i'm like god i cannot stand her i cannot stand her and everybody's like well that's her character and i'm like good because she sucks and they're like yeah it's just that character and i'm like okay okay she sucks in real life character no they're like no she's great and i'm like okay cool but but it's like I always think of like uh, when I uh, first started hanging out with Classy Katie and uh, watching her show that she, her and like Zach hooked up. The uh, Nocturne was Nocturne. Her character at the beginning is such a cunt, and you're like, and she's <laughs> like, I just hope everyone doesn't think I'm a cunt too. And I'm like, oh no, you you come you play the cunt role really well. And then like if it was like my she introduction just gets to you, cast. I, yeah, as a giant. Coont. and the, the character grows and stuff but at the very beginning she's kind of unbearable and on purpose she was playing a specific character and it's like when someone does something like that you're like i want to strangle you and hug you at the same time because it's like it's such a like you can get that reaction out of someone when you're not that person it's just like it's an ability and that's why like high level role players like that are like you know so yeah. inspiring because it's the same like acting like it's like you you think about the woman who played a the bitch in the Harry Potter movie. Uh, what the fuck is her Rita name? Rita uh, the- Yeah, and she's not a giant cunt, but like, God, you made you wanted to fucking slap her. It was, yeah, it's like when someone's ability to do that and they slip. Yeah, cock punch them. You use their balls as a speed bag. So yeah, yeah. So sounds like fun. Okay. Do you guys want to dive into the puppet man? Puppet Man. Yeah, let's do it. Yes. This movie let's came onto my uh, radar because it was literally just at the Calgary International Film Festival like a couple weeks ago. And then it got released like instantly onto Shutter, So it's very available. Yeah. And uh, uh, when you hear something, because the Calgary International Film Festival has way too many movies. And I just... I didn't even go this year, which feels weird for me because I usually at least see like one standout horror movie or something. And there's just too many and I was too busy. But this was the one that I kind of heard some rumblings uh, from 
So I'm like, oh, okay, it's available. I've heard about it. It looks fucking pretty cool. And then the cameos I knew as soon as I watched, uh, well, I started with the first 20 minutes. I was like, oh, Ken is going to fucking love this shit. So, yeah, that yeah. was awesome. I mean, I am sitting here and uh, with Ken's other compatriot of the last podcast on the left, who he wears the, the last podcast on the left stuff. And I'm like, that's, I assume that's the last podcast on the left people because I've never actually listened to it. Um, and then I'm like, I don't think he got it because we were also watching it on TV that was really like the volume. We couldn't find the remote. So <laughs> there's a really low volume. But, but yeah, yeah, I'm like, so that was just the, them podcasting at the beginning then, right? Like at the basically, very beginning. Basically, yeah. They were like podcasting, but like also like it was basically them doing side stories. So uh, do you want to yeah. do you want to do the description of the movie first like we usual do? And then yeah, or do you want me to some, do it? If it's, yeah, if you can do it because I have like yeah, my sure. setup is not the usual setup. So Sure. So um, the puppet man, a convicted killer on death row, always maintained his innocence. And it was an evil force controlling his body as he slaughtered his victims. Now Michael, the killer's daughter, begins to suspect that there may be some truth to her father's claim, and those around her begin to die in a brutal, in brutal ways. <laughs> Sorry, it like opened and then like expanded. Weird. She must try to break the curse of the puppet man before her loved ones are killed. So when it starts off, it immediately starts off. If you've ever listened to last podcast on the left, there's um. A side segment, which is called Side Stories, that up until the recent issues arose with Ben Kissel, there's three members of the last podcast on the left, um, which is Marcus Parks, Henry Zabrowski, and Ben Kissel. Ben Kissel's no longer with the podcast, but uh, Henry and um, Ben did something called Side Stories, which was kind of like more of a like, here's current events, here's some kind of like bullshit news, like it's not very scripted, it's just kind of like, you know, whatever. So when the movie starts, it's them discussing the puppet man on death row getting ready for lethal injection. So as soon as it started and they started talking, I was like, no fucking way, because I am a huge last podcast on the left listener, I listen all the fucking time and yeah. uh who rod was talking about we both listen all the time i wear last podcast on the left i wear last podcast on the left hoodie all the time like whatever so it was really cool as soon as i heard it i was like rod you gotta tell nine to watch this movie and listen to this yeah it's a very, i mean it's like the really the second scene like they had the cold opener with the, the dad murdering the mom uh, and then they go into like the you know fifteen years, uh, yeah, uh, later or something. I don't know what they don't have any. I don't think there was a definite time like period that they listed. But like you have a little girl and then she's in college, so 10, 15 years, something like that. Um, is this Josh? Was this filmed in Canada? I, it's like I, I see the Toronto stuff in New York. It, it seems like it was maybe in like the I Buffalo area, but I'm not, not quite sure. sure. I just yeah. know that it was at the Calgary International, so it, it doesn't mean that it's Canadian. Was, the director but. was born in Calgary and worked in Calgary, but then he was working in Vegas. As far as the actual filming, I don't remember off the top. And well, that I makes sense why it would be at the Calgary International Film Festival then, because I, I don't know yeah. if that was like its debut was in Calgary or... Yeah, I all all I know is that like there were the credits were on, and I saw New York stuff at the end, which was odd because you don't see much New York. You know, it's not they don't. New York is not a place that gets a lot of filming anymore because it's so goddamn expensive, right? Like you usually need like major Hollywood stuff, but like if you're doing it upstate New York, it's a little different, right? So, um, yeah, it had three wins, one nomination. It won. It was nominated for Best Graveyard Shift Feature in Nashville at the Nashville Film Festival. It won two awards at the Calgary International Film Festival uh, for Late Shift and Audience Award for Best Late Show. Um, And then it won Best Feature Film at Popcorn Frights. Calgary! I was joking with Josh when before you were on Ken about how it was hereditary 2.0. Uh, the, a lot of the, the, the a lot of the running plot points of this film remind me of hereditary, very very similar. 
they don't the the but it doesn't the gags. Fuck yes, the gags in this are fucking gnarly, and that's Dude, what like I, brings it over the top for me. Because like most Shutter movies, you know, because this movie has like that indie vibe, but then the, yeah. the gags are like really fucking well done. So Dude, I, I enjoyed that. I will say the fucking weightlifting scene had yeah. me fucking cringing well, that's and waiting for his. Yeah, I know. But it had me waiting. It was the anticipation oh, of the. They, they, I was the just waiting build, for his arms. Yeah. I had to look away a few times because I didn't hate yeah. break, breaking arms because of the story yeah. I've told uh, a number yeah. of times about gym class on this show. Yeah. Um, so I legitimately looked away a couple times. Yeah, and, I, I was covering up my eyes because I was like, I was <laughs> waiting for his arms to go, and I'm yes! like, uh, and then it wasn't as bad as I thought because it was just his wrist snapped, which was way, yeah, yeah. but yeah, it got yeah, well, gnarly, dude. fucking face, but yeah. Man. Yeah. But then it's the, like they did a good job of like, I, I don't know if the effect was as good as they wanted. So they do that. Like they're zoomed out on it and not focused in. And it had that even, it was, I was talking about, I it was, it reminded me of better watch out Josh, like in the, in the mm. pink can scene where you don't, oh, you they let, do it, show a lot they, more than better watch out. <laughs> But it's not zoomed in. They don't you, you kind of it's like blurred out and so you kind of have to, you know you have to like you don't see it. It right? reminded you, me you, kind of of like Final Destination type deaths too, because Yeah. Uh, well Yeah. But like it, it's forcing them to do it themselves. But Final Destination is like the accidents that happen. These are like you know, you can't even I don't know, you can't say it was her, even though it was her. And I also love that it was just like uh, a long blonde-haired female, because I I know a particular long blonde-haired female that is also the devil. So it just it fits the bill. And <laughs> dude, uh, I kept looking I kept looking at her and thinking it, she reminded me of Felicia Day, uh, like from the side, especially like her profile view. I was like, why does this woman look like Felicia Day to me? I don't know. Um, yeah, she uh, she. It, it's she was scary but like not, when she yeah. is like demanding i was like yeah. you fucking terrify me <laughs> did, well, did yeah. you guys feel like the anna telfer telfer does she not look like elizabeth moss the girl the, the woman that plays um the main character in handmaid's tale like, I went on a deep dive trying to find out if they were related because they look so similar in the face and so You mean the scenes. main character? No, 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 no. The fr- the girl who plays Joe. Oh, oh. Uh, you know who she, she reminded me of? She reminded me of Dakota Johnson. That's who she reminded me of. I was, like, watching. I'm, like, I'm all watching Fifty Shades of Grey over <laughs> Was who I, like. I can see that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was who she reminded me of. She even had that like haircut kind of like the, that similar oh, thing. You know? I thought she. Oh fuck! Who was it? No, she. She's like a shapeshifter or something because she reminds yeah. me of like three different people all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And if she turns, she turns into one of them, and then yeah, it's she's uh, yeah. she got one of those faces. Yeah, yeah, there, dude. I it's and. The cast of this does a really good job. Like no one had, I mean, like I don't know, no one had to carry all that much besides the main character. But like, I feel like there, everyone else. There's pockets and valleys of this movie that, uh, it, it pulls away and feels like an indie movie. But then there's also, like, it goes yeah. the other way, and then it's like, wow, this is really, really well done. And then it comes back, and then it's like, oh, this, that the. That scene in particular, or, or you know, just whatever, it's like, man, it feels like an indie movie again. But because the story has so much like weight, and uh, there's enough to but, it, and yes, hereditary-ish vibes and stuff. But because it's it, there's so much baseline for horror tropes built into this type of storyline, and they they go all in with it. It fucking works and works really well, and it it ends yeah. with like a potential for more i doubt do you yeah. think they would do more of this or i don't think i always so. like when it's not i mean it would have to blow up on shutter or whatever but do you want to know what the the scene that made me go oh this is an indie 
the cop the cop station scene. I was just, I was going to bring up the cops. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. have a note on scenes, but anyway, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, the cop <laughs> that, scene was great. Yeah, him shooting himself, especially the guy. Oh, I know. I'm like this is the most indie actor. Mm-hmm. I was like. I was like, he looked like he was. It looked like they went to the rest, like local wrestling school, and picked up like five or six guys that who were like training to be wrestlers, and like, hey, we need some cops. So, um, you guys aren't doing wrestling today, so can you come, like, you know, do the scene, and uh, well, you're all gonna kill yourselves or kill other people, but you know, have a good time with it. We'll add all that, the blood in post. Yeah, and the and the the other scene that made me think Indy was. Her dad in that the execution scene at the end was yeah. hamming it up so hard. I was like, "Oh, okay." All the main uh, like uh, younger actors were all fucking really good, and yeah. everyone else was kind of like even the medium had like again like pockets of being pretty good, but then it was a lot, and then it made it feel a lot more indie. But it's also the coverage; like there wasn't a lot of. Um, things like cut to so there's like one shot of a scene and the angle they chose was the very like indie like oh yeah this is yeah. the coverage we got and i'm like but that angle like that could be like you know the a shot maybe but i i yeah eh, those are the right i don't know there were quite a few scenes with um let me double check on his name because i don't want to say his name wrong the douchey uh, guy? Or no, the, no, the, not douchey boy. Uh, just the boyfriend, Danny. That's what I thought it was. Oh. Um, I have a the headbanger. The, when there, when Danny is sitting in the room with her, and they're on the computer, and he's got the laptop open, and there's a picture of her dad, and he's like looking at it, and she tells him to close it, and they just kind of like sit there. It's yes. like just a little bit long enough to make it so fucking awkward that it's not just awkward, like in the awkward sense but in the okay like it was edited poorly then yeah like it was very awkward also i will never get over charlie's mom the way she says thesis because she says theses and it made me laugh i to the point that i wrote down theses um raffle um and then that's i mean it shouldn't rhyme with feces that's for sure yeah (laughs) <laughs> the, there was there were like quite a few moments like that in it where I was just like I don't know if it's like a pronunciation thing or what but like it was really funny and then um, yeah there were moments where it was just like just a smidgen too long where I was yeah. like and I wasn't trying to be nitpicky oh, but yeah. at the same time I was like oh so but close. at the end of the movie for me like and I I 100% feel I felt those same things going along but then as i got further in and after those like crazy gags i was like you know what mm-hmm. i'm all in they they've done enough good that i will let go of oh, yeah. the, the those like gripes that oh, i yeah, have yeah. and i'm on this ride and really fucking ended up fucking enjoying this movie a I, lot and would still recommend think, it even for people that don't like yeah. it yeah i think that my biggest like gripe of this whole thing was they kind of like and this is it. Like again, and I'm not saying don't go watch it because I enjoyed it a lot. I think that the end they kind of like were. It seemed indecisive about how to really shut down the demon and the demon lore and all this stuff that like I is love the in smile because, though. Yeah, well, it's they don't they have this whole setup where they're like, oh yeah, she can't know because then the demon knows, and then they have like it goes in and. All of a sudden, she knows how to transfer the demon into the father. Uh, but there wasn't enough in, like uh, explo- explanation of that as well. But. Yeah, and it was, that was the stuff. I'm like, well, he just all of a sudden, and then the father completely overacts in the fucking, uh, you know, the. Well, they have this thing. Okay, so the demon can control people, right? How did they expect him with the demon in him? Not to like stop everyone from executing him, right? And that's kind of was like the well, thing. they kept it's saying like, trick the fucking trickster, and that was their only explanation. Let's just trick the trickster. It's like okay, it's like, but we're how, gonna trick the trickster. How huh? how what? did you know how to transfer the fucking demon into the fucking father? They don't they have didn't. anything with that, and it's yeah, yeah. It was just, just a big like, trick. So the yeah. medium obviously knows 
that it's still yeah. in her. Yeah. And dude, could you find a fucking cheaper way to leave a note for someone than like writing it on twenty dollar bills or a hundred dollar bills or whatever the fuck was going on? It's like I'm gonna write seven words. I'm gonna well, write no, like she was seven words a, out to a refund, right? Like of I their know, money. I understand that, but I'm like <laughs> But she did <laughs> it, it was, in Sharpie. It, yeah. You can still the, spend yeah. those bills though. And and you were talking about the girl scaring you. That was her best scene in the movie, I feel like, was when she's in the car with the, the, oh. the dude that wants her and she's just like, What did she give you? And then it's just like then she was in a hardcore band. <laughs> she, uh, yeah, I liked her. I think she held, uh, she she carried the movie well enough for what, like, yep. they needed from her. You know what I mean? And so it was like, okay, yeah, you scary, bitch. You scary. I love the the opening bit, though, with her friend on the, like, why are they parting on a rooftop anyways? But, um... When like it's when freezing they said, out. When they said <laughs> I, her eyes looked the same, she looked terrified of me when she's not sure of what is going on or what's inside her yet and stuff. I love yeah. that like revelation and it 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 sat with me like good. I was like, Oh, whoa, that was like that was awesome. Like when you see someone's dead yeah. eyes and they're afraid of you and you don't know that you're the one potentially oh I don't know. It, well, it, it, dude, it they did a really good job of that with the, the death scenes specifically. Like the 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 father at the beginning, like when he's like he's like run, and the mother's just like what? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the uh, the I, the I feel like if you're gonna do a cold open, it has to have enough weight. And yeah. uh, a guy coming in and like not having control and doing that is fucking gnarly and enough weight yeah. for a cold open for you to be like oh fuck the stakes in this movie are fucking medium rare yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's got that setup too where it's it, it's that like a lot of like i'm thinking about now and i like i don't know why all of a sudden i thought of the black coat's daughter which is like a gnarly fucking indie movie if you've either one of you has never seen it it's it's worth doing at which some point in this podcast but the black coat's daughter it it does this. It's like about these girls at uh, like at a school on a break, kind of like the, the that part of it, and it, it bounces around. But it's gnarly as shit. It's it's metal. It's really metal. Um, but yeah, the 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 very like dark. Like a lot of this film is, uh, which I I think it gives that indie vibe, right? Because you're like, oh, we're just gonna be in the dark and not like, Emma you know, Roberts Emma Roberts yep that movie's gnarly 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 and, and it's one of those movies too where you're just like uh what just happened <laughs> yeah cause it, the, the ending is like a little wild but yeah so I wouldn't mind Ugh. wouldn't mind yeah, it's, you haven't I, it suggested a movie in a while, man. So uh, if that's your suggestion for next week, we can do it. We could do that. I would do that. I would watch that wild movie again. It's one of those like, yeah. I mean, I have movies. Oh, no, I have stuff to suggest. I mean, I think the last one I might have been Martyrs. I don't know. It's been a while, like ten episodes. But I don't know. I get into right? things where I'm like, ah, I'm just watching things. But yeah. Um, what was your favorite? death in the movie we were talking about the weightlifting we we're talking about the book see man that was pretty fucking like that might have been the i don't know the book was pretty crazy i the only I thing about the book the scene that was upsetting is i wanted to read the book i yeah. wanted more of the book i was so disappointed with how little we got from the book like yeah. the book was so important to her like to the to the the psychic or whatever like it was so important she could not see this book we got to read like four lines from this book and they were useless i felt and like then... most of the stuff with her was supposed to be so weighty but it all ended up flat like that for sure yeah, yeah. that's why i was saying earlier i was like they it was like they they wanted this heavy demon mythology or the like the hereditary thing right like where you get the whole like pagan thing and whatever the fuck is paluzu or the fuck his name was and you, but you get that 
that like oh this is the long con blah blah and this you just got oh we did a ritual and he chose you and and, and you don't have any you don't have any context in what he is you like we say demon and there's the cult of dolos right it was the book the cult of dolos i think was what it was called and you're sitting mm-hmm. there and like okay cool but then nothing you don't get any explanation you don't get like how it does it you don't get anything like that and it's just like that's why that ending is like i think the biggest stumble in the whole film because you don't have how is she supposed to transfer it how is this supposed to happen you don't know any of that and you don't go into any detail like ken said that book was just like a, a plot tool to like kill that uh that joe girl speaking of uh books i forgot that i watched the first two episodes of the new Goosebumps show. And those were the only books I read when I was a kid. So they see the originals, read the books and now see the remakes. And Justin Long is in it getting to be like very Justin Longy. I'm like, this is, you know, it's got the cheese factor, but it's fucking really, I'm excited that it's back, that this is what the teenage uh, like audience is getting to the, the amount of like nostalgia porn that, horror IPs are getting now is yeah. I'm all in for it because I, I loved Goosebumps growing up and I, did you guys ever watch the TV series? I did yeah back in the day. Watch I, I this. I only watched a few but I read the books. I read some of the books. I remember the pool have, book really messing with me and then like a couple of the others. Oh, Have you been talking about the Goosebumps show Ken or am I crazy? No Josh has. Yeah. Oh, I, okay. I knew I th- it was coming. I thought I you just... had been watching it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I heard someone talking about it somewhere, and I'm losing my goddamn mind. I thought you were talking about it on stream, Ken. But... <laughs> no, it was me okay. on this show. Okay. But yeah, I don't know where I was listening to someone talk about it then. Where the fuck was that? I don't fucking know. But yeah, I, I, I have to check it out. I mean, Justin Long is wonderful. He, he gets to just be like in. completely Justin Long in this too. So I'm like, I'm happy that uh, he he's there again. It's so many of the roles that he's already played kind of mashed up all into one. I'm like, oh, yeah. he gets to be like funny and then creepy. And then, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. Are they like just redoing books? Is that what they're doing? Is I, I, but, I don't but know. Instead of it being one-offs like the old show was, it's a continuous story arc. Okay. For the season, so it's it's like yeah, they they connect in instead of it being like the one book is a whole bunch of new characters. It's like all these fucked up things are all in one big fucked up town. <laughs> so goosebumps. Oh, okay. is just like yeah. So kind say of, cheese and die. Kind of, the camera is also there next to the mask, next to the you know. Whatever. Oh, okay. So there's like a whole. It's cool. That's, I like that they did it. It's on Disney Plus, right? Yeah. So there, there's definitely like. The cheese is what I'm like. It's the Disneyified cheese that you, yeah. but it's still uh, PG thirteen enough that I, I I'm satisfied. Oh, I was like talking to uh, uh, p- people today about like about Goosebumps and then like uh, uh, R. L. Stein and then about the you know Fear Street stuff and how it gets metal oh. as shit like in the bread. I the want bread more. Cutter. Netflix yeah. has got to do more that, Fear Street because they fucking killed it. Yeah, I don't know where the fucking rights for all that shit are, man. Like, how did you so, see it? Like Ken? Nickelodeon's the Fear Street stuff. Yes. Yeah, they were really okay. good. I liked yeah. those. Metal is fucked. Uh, mm-hmm. The Paramount owns Nickelodeon, and Goosebumps was there, and they must have lost the rights. And then because now Disney has them, and it's just like, okay, shit's all well, over the place. As long as we're getting it, we're getting. You know, the Jason thing from A24, too. So there's a lot to look forward to. With Miramax uh, getting the Michael Myers one, the Halloween show. So, Which is really because Miramax. Yeah, Miramax won those rights. I don't know if you saw that. So they own the they own the the or part. They're partial owners of the movie rights. So they've been making money off of all those. Uh, I thought Miramax went under for a bit and then now it's back under a different banner or something. I don't know. There, all I know is that Miramax is a thing. I guess that which I didn't realize. Still, I like. It's I just funny, man. Like I don't the know. beginning of that old dad's movie and it was a Miramax one, and I was like, Miramax, what the fuck, dude? I mean, 
like every time I watch a new movie, like the fucking production houses are all over the place, right? They're like all the ones that used to be there, like when we were kids, are all over the place. Like you don't use just like new ones, right? You don't have the old ones. Like Hollywood's been changing a lot the last few years, and I. The I don't know, man. I, I, we still don't have the writer, the the actors strike resolved, which doesn't fucking help, and it's delaying stuff. Like they delayed Deadpool for next year, which bums me out to like October, and it was supposed to come out I'm in like March. Still or May. not thrilled with the fact that there's a possibility of Taylor Swift being a part of that universe. I'm not not but, okay with it. <laughs> but the look the on Kim's face she if you're watching good. the video. Like she is so good at she's great cross pollinating uh, audiences. She's she's like, great at what she does. She will kill it. There is no hate here, like none. I'm just burnt out. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. I think as as what she does, she damn well better. If she can do it, she damn well better. Absolutely. Well, yeah. I just uses, don't want it personally. She uses but she damn well better. As, My opinion doesn't fucking matter. Like, but as advertising <laughs> and like. She, now that she's dating a football guy or whatever, um, I'm totally into sports, as you can tell. Um, NFL sports has ball. such a, a massive audience that she's like, you know what? That's an audience that I haven't tapped yet. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fucking date someone that plays football and get that audience on my side. Boom. She's the biggest yeah. person in the fucking universe now. So, Dude. Good for her. I, I was seeing... I was saying in things how Hollywood is not a fan of Taylor Swift because she took the studios out of the picture for that movie and lost lost those studios a ton of money because Yeah, it's making bank right now, right? Well the problem with that is too, it's it's the it's the formula for how to not need a studio. Which is a fucking problem for these motherfuckers because studios don't do much besides, you know, they front a lot of the front end stuff, but they take a lot of this. They make the deals with the theaters and do all that shit. And Taylor's like, okay, fuck you guys. I'll do it. And just went directly to AMC. I didn't know and that. Yeah. Yeah. There's no studios involved in that film. She, she, they basically studios finance films, right? So when, if you have someone who can finance it, yeah, she's got it, enough it, money like, to fucking fart and it's done. Yeah, she has enough money to fucking do whatever the. Every fuck time she wants, I see a picture so. of her, I, I think I saw this on that Instagram feed, uh, shithead Steve or whatever. But why does it always look like she's trying to like fart into the mic in every picture? It's like, oh. <laughs> because she's weird, man. I that that woman has had enough toxic relationships. It seems like that she's an odd duck. She's really talented, but she's really odd at the same time. It seems like so. Um. So, Ken, what was your favorite death in this? I mean, uh, did you have a, one of the favorite, like... I mean, I kind of found the very first kill with the father and the mother to be very interesting because just that slow, just, like, he's just pushing the knife in. Like, there's just something really unnerving about that. Yeah. Like, because when it happened, I put myself in her shoes, like, legitimately sitting there watching it, and I was like, if my husband looked at me and was like, run, and held up a knife... I mean, my first instinct, as stupid as she looked, would probably be to be like, yo, what what are you doing? Like, it would not yeah. really sink in to be like, oh, I should probably get the fuck out. Like, OK, you yeah. know, like I would be like, honey, you're being silly. Like, put the fucking knife down. What are you Especially doing? because you're on a horror podcast and, you know, like there, there's a lot of like horror movies and whatever. It could be like a really sick joke. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, by the time the blade is in your skin, like, I'm pretty sure that she wasn't going to be able to just step back, you know? Like, so for me, that was really unnerving. Um, I have this thing with eyes. Like, I was kind of glad that this year was kind of the year of the eye. Like, a lot of movies this year fucked around with eyes, which I thought was kind of cool. But. Also, at the same time, it really fucks with me. So when the book was burning and her eyes like melted, it looks like my witch out outside. She has no eyes, and it literally yeah, it just looked like that to me. So, but I liked that because it was right next to, and they were playing it side by side with the guy uh, working out, and I was like, that was the eyes. 
Yeah. There's and then an eye scene in the fall of the house. Well, there's a lot of eye scenes in the fall of the house of Usher. So, I mean, yeah. like, that was pretty good, you know. Like, well, you know. You know, you know what's even better about that opening scene? I actually think the context in the, when she talks to the father at the end makes it even better because mm-hmm. he's like, I wanted to, I wanted to f- slip my own throat and it wouldn't let me. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, yeah, that was gnarly. He wanted to kill himself and he was just like, oh, this shit is just. That's why, like, I wanted more f- about this holos or whatever the fuck it was, you know? Like, Dolos. what is it? Yeah, dolos. Yeah, sorry. Like, what is it? What, like, I mean, it just, like, they ha- give you enough that's intriguing. And then you're, like, because well, they it, do that. They do this. They leave it's like these the thing things, with, like, uh, talk to me. Like, there wasn't a lot of explanation on purpose. And you were, like, man, I wish they explained it more. But they already have a sequel coming up. They don't need to. And I yeah. felt the same way I, with this. It's, like, well, it wasn't done as eloquently think, as talk to yeah. me. Um, but I think, yeah. If it leaves you wanting more, that's okay. But, like, I think that they use it to not have to, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, explain shit. Like, the ending, specifically her and the... It the didn't wrap the up as nicely as Talk to Me. Yeah. And leave you wanting and, more, even though yeah. it was set up for sequel bait, The Smile. Yeah. And I think that, like... I don't need another again, one, to no. be honest. Yeah. I, I just I, like if we would have gotten a little more and I I often wonder if that's like a writing thing and like they don't know how to write it or it's a choice of like, oh, yeah, they'll leave them wanting you more. But it's like you have this thing where like and, and again, it, the hereditary compare that that's what like is like harder with it because you're like, oh, th- like the hereditary comparison. It's because it shares a lot of the same plot element, uh, uh, you know, elements. Right. Like this kid got a demon put it in her by two shitty parents and like you're like oh okay and then you don't know anything about Dolos you don't know how they did it you kind of have this ritual that they kind of show you like when the, in flashbacks um and then they almost make her like a superhero at some point of like you know taking out creepazoids in the fucking uh in the foster system and shit like that, right? They're like, yeah, this guy raped me, and so I I uh, made him hang himself. And it's just like, what? <laughs> and, yeah, I don't know. It, it is all very weird. And it's also very weird. Like, how do you – they talk about the Pied Piper. They talk about well, – one of the things that, Ken, I'm sure you've listened to podcasts about, the dancing fever thing that happened in Europe. Mm-hmm. They, like, kind of, like, ass- like, are kind of pointing to this demon for that. And again, I say demon just assuming because there's no explanation. Um, and which is some intriguing stuff, right? Like that dancing, like people like dance themselves to death in Europe when, when like in the 1600s or some shit like that, 1500, whatever the fuck it was. And uh, it's an intriguing story. So they're like tying it to these cool pieces of history and uh, cool folks tales like fucking the, the Pied Piper, right? Um and then you're just like, okay, cool. Like, what is it? like? And you, if you have a demon that's so powerful that it can control other people to make them do this crack, cracked out shit. It's very like, yeah, it, it, like you have a cool concept and you have some gnarly deaths, like we we're talking about. And I just wish they would have been like, like done something. And I don't know. It's it's that indie thing, man. I, I don't need an explanation. Like, I don't need a full-on explanation, but give me something instead of just, like, woo, magic, and it's done, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's why I really wish we would have had more of the book. Yeah. Yeah. That was the perfect, like, or the or giving us a little more time with the, 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 like, the psychic, the medium, right? Like, the medium seemed to know what was going on, and they, they that was another thing. They used the fucking... You can't say it around her because then it knows to not give us information, right? That was like it, – it was like they were using every plot element they could to not give us information. Or texting so, the person knowing that he's right with her. Like, don't tell her. It's like – Yeah, that was yeah. stupid as fuck. Who was You're it? Like, no one. I have it was, ways uh, of my making you tell friend me. from Econ. Uh <laughs> – yeah, I I think that there's your a mom. Lot of really oh wait, she's dead. <laughs> Fuck. 
<laughs> there's a lot of good stuff, and I enjoyed this film. Don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of good stuff, and it's like they stumbled over, uh, over a couple silly things. And I think that's okay because it's a Shutter film, right? It's like a film that Shutter, like it's another thing that like people. Shutter is one of those services that has so much classic content, but it's also putting out their own content all the time. That stuff like this is just like a fun watch. You like, know what? I don't know, man. Looks fucking gnarly. The newest. <sighs> VHS, which is another Shutter original, but like we're getting them, I think, once a year now. But this one, I watched the trailer, and it looks fucking gnarly. Like I want way more watch gnarly that than other podcasts. Yeah, actually, let's do that next week instead of Black Coat's Daughter. We could do Black Coat's Daughter soon, but like I want to do that. I want to watch that VHS eighty four. Have you? No, it's not eighty four, or is it eighty four? This one? Yeah, it's eighty four. I think. Yeah. Just telling me no before you even know what the fuck is going on, Josh. What? No. I thought the last one that we just watched was <laughs> Eat My Dick. 94. Eat My Dick. Yeah, somebody came in chat the other day and said the new one was really good. It looks fucking, yeah. like, intense. So. Why are you watching trailers, Josh? We've gone over this. I, I'm back on the on the train because I don't have enough time to watch everything anymore. Eighty five. So I, I I want to. Oh, say eighty five. Okay. Eighty five. The year I was born. Uh oh. Uh oh. Didn't you just have a birthday, Josh? Yeah. Where's your birthday coming up? No, on the eleventh. Oh, happy birthday, you beautiful oh, man. Oh yeah, you. you weren't here. Uh, Kin sang yeah. me happy birthday last week and everything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Happy very, birthday very to ooh, ooh, Daddy Josh. Oh no. Happy birthday to ooh, Daddy Josh. Daddy Josh. Happy birthday, <laughs> ooh, Daddy Josh. Daddy Joshua. Happy birthday to you. Oh. <laughs> See, the, the thing I love about these VHS movies is that they keep getting. Um, What's his name? The poster Worse. guy. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just Worse? kidding. Uh, just kidding. What is his name? Why am I huh. fucking blanking? You know who I'm talking about. Rodder. Didn't Scott Derrickson do one of the shorts in this one? Uh, this I one read... has bigger directors. I'm talking about the poster, yeah. though. It's, um, what's his oh, name? Oh, uh, you mean uh, uh, the Irishman. Uh, uh, fucking, now I'm, I'm having a brain fart. I can't think of it either. Yeah. Wolf. Just, what am I? I'm ADD. I don't know. I'm ADD'd out. We talk about him Can all I, the time on here. I know. Side note: While you're ADD and trying to think of what you were remembering with AD or with uh, VHS, I'm gonna side way the fuck back. The main, the actress in um, in the Puppet Man. The majority of the movies that she's Creepy been duck. in, average. He did the d poster for this. Uh, two point six stars on IMDb. You're welcome. Out of ten. So she's been in some real stinkers, huh? Yeah. So it was creepy duck design, and he did this poster too, by the way. Dude, this poster is sick. This, you know what the poster for this film reminds me of? It reminds me of the Giallo films we've done. It looks very eighties. But very I love that the, looking. the the three is on here too, like the blood, but it's also strings. Yeah, yeah I, I, I even noticed that. Also. Yeah. The the other thing you just made me think of it that the one of the things that made me cr crack up about this film and it was a little hokey was that we have to cut the strings. I'm like, oh okay, because the puppet man, we have to cut the string <laughs> that Charlie kept saying before she died at the beginning, or like halfway through, whatever it was. Yeah, that 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 kind of cracked me up. It's it was it's good. funny. Like it I don't was good. the gr the gr Charlie reminded me of the chick from uh, Talk to Me. By the way, I don't know why. It, like, but she reminded me of her for some reason. Mm, but that that girl talked to me was fucking fantastic. She's been in like not yeah. a lot of things either, and that just makes it even better when someone comes out of nowhere and is that fucking good. Wow. Yeah, dude. The I was laughing because it, like the 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 three things in blood especially reminded me of a lot of things. It's been a it's been a logo they've been using a lot. It, it, the former guest of the show, Ezekiel the Third, that's his logo. The three red lines for the third, but like the Creed three, like a lot of these movies have been using that. So like it, it's a very simple, effective logo, man. It just like that that weird, uh, especially they use it with her. Also, the 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 sleepwalking sequences in this movie are fucking great too. Like the yep. like her sleepwalking and just 
almost falling off the fucking roof. I, I'm not quite sure why the, like the father says at some point or the the medium says I forget who I think it was the medium like when after there everyone oh no maybe it was the father after it's killed everyone you it it you love it will get rid of you too, so that was like a. Uh, <laughs> Like, what's the end goal of this, though? But I don't know. I thought this movie was a ton of fun, man. I just, it, it's that indie thing where I think the writing needed to be cleaned up a little bit, but like everything else was pretty good. Like that. I mean, what, Josh? What are you doing about? I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I mean, I never know what I'm doing. Uh, so we're going to do a, uh, v VHS 85 then next week? Sure. Yeah. It's got, I'm done with that. it's got a consistent score. I've been noticing like the fucking Rotten Tomatoes thing is all over the place on random ass movies. Like it'll be four percent, and then like eighty nine on the audience, and I'm like, what the fuck? But this one is right there, seventy four and seventy one, and I I like that because when it's that far off, yeah. it's like, what the fuck is wrong with this movie? Like if, if the audience is liking it that much, and all the critics are like, fuck you. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? It doesn't make sense. Well, it's weird with horror because it's like, it's usually either it's super high concept and then it will be like the the, the film critics will love it and then the audience is like, what the right. fuck? Or it'll be like, it'll be like a slasher, like a Friday the 13th movie, right? And then like the, uh, the, the audience will love it and the fucking like reviewers like, fuck this, you know? So it's, uh, it's <laughs> one of those things where you're like, oh, okay. fuck it. Fuck, fuck it in its ass. Fuck this shit. Fuck. Fuck it. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay. Pin. Yeah, fuck I it. Would, if you've been listening to this and you haven't watched this movie, it's worth a good, it's worth a watch. It's it's oh. fun. It does. A, and it's in the 90 minute range. It's like 96 minutes or something like that. So, so it's that perfect time frame. That, that guy, I, I don't think, you weren't here last week. I was telling Ken about this guy who ganked one of my posters and printed it on like a blanket or something but he has a following on tiktok and it got like 145,000 likes or something and he's posting my stuff on instagram again and but he's tagging me in it now instead of not giving me the so i'm like oh shit what the fuck's going on on my social all of a sudden I'm a glad bunch of people are liking my shit i'm yeah. glad he's making money off of your artwork josh I know, right? Well, no, he's he didn't print it for sale. He printed it for himself, and it was just a TikTok of him showing it, and that. Oh, what? Which which poster was it? My Scream One poster with all the characters on it, and then Ghostface over top of the the house. Ah, uh, I love that one. That's it's a good poster. So I I like that's that. Great. Yeah, I like that people are liking it. We need more Josh posters when you're not as busy. <laughs> I know. I feel. <laughs> well, it doesn't pay the fucking bills, man. Like, I have a bunch yeah, of clients now, which is awesome. I wanted it to go in that direction because I have way more fun making fucking horror movie posters. But uh, I know it and takes a lot of shit. time. I, no, I know you're I not. appreciate I, your artwork. Yeah. Yeah. You do it makes cool it more stuff. valuable okay. now, though. Yep. Okay. Yeah, this movie's fun, though. It's a good time. Check it out if you want, like, a little indie kind of a hereditary kind of feel with like more a little I mean it's not it's an indie feel as I'll put it that way so it's worth it though um it's a great yeah, feel. and I'll be back I'll be back in Colorado next week so I won't be as jank sitting on a bed trying to like go ah so um, I love it okay guys let us give us our plugs and we'll get out of here uh, murdermoose.com go to YouTube find murder moose podcast there watch us there subscribe to the channel all the things go to murdermoose.com buy some gear uh the murder oh. secret looks wonderful and murder moose swag buy merch um, go to merch buy hey my mic didn't cut out today <laughs> go to joshtbrba.com and uh get him for your services he'll give you good services uh, oh by the way he gives Ken, you the best service what when driving from Reno to Vegas, there is a alien brothel, and it, like it is one. I gotta send you a picture, but uh, it it just made me giggle. Also, along with all the Area Fifty One stuff, but 
There's also that movie that just came out from Tom DeLonge that is an alien movie. Like he oh, wrote and directed. Oh, oh yeah. It's, also, I'm assuming I drove, it's nonfiction. Yeah, it's a documentary, I think. Yeah, it's, no, uh, it's, we also, no, it's a, a science fiction adventure, like actual like oh, movie oh. movie. So it's Monsters of California. And then there's like Blink-182 songs in it as well. So it it doesn't look that good, but it a thing directed is by Tom DeLonge. Uh, yeah, it's on. Is it on flat? Okay. I, I also drove by the Clown Motel, which is the most horrifying hotel in the world, uh, especially for Clown Dick himself. So I just wanted to tell you about Clown oh, Dick. Oh, shit. <laughs> He's back. It's back, motherfuckers. It's back. Yeah, it. so go to joshwb.com and hire Josh to do some shit. Um, and go to continue.com and uh, follow her stream and do all the shit. And I am Rod underscore Johnston on Twitch and Twitter. So follow me there. And uh, we will catch you guys next week. And, we'll, and we're going to do VHS 85, the newest VHS film. <gasps> I I want to do Black Coat's Daughter. We could do that the week after. But I <laughs> fucking want to see this movie. And I haven't had any time. So let's go. So VHS85. Um, yeah. And thanks for holding on the fort without me last week, guys, you beautiful people. And uh, We yeah. burned and it down. The sh- There's no yeah. fort left. <laughs> Only seal. I love sending you this one <laughs> for everything. I sent that to like four people yesterday. They were very <laughs> confused. I sent it with zero context and no follow-up. So Yeah, that's how I do it. That's how you're supposed to do it. I guys. know. It was the best. Okay, guys. We will catch you motherfuckers next week. Thank you for listening. We love you. Have a good one. Take it easy. And bye. 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 It's in the game. Oh.